Hey, it's Jen Garrett here, and welcome to the Move the Ball podcast. I've helped thousands of people to develop their own personal game plan to achieve that next level of greatness. Now, I'm on a mission to help you utilize the same tools and strategies of professional athletes, Fortune 500 executives, and successful entrepreneurs to elevate your hustle and get you across your goal line. So get ready. It's your time to move the ball. Hey, everyone. Jen Garrett here. It's so great to be back with you on another episode of Move the Ball. This episode is part of my special Path to the Draft series, where I'm having conversations with NFL draft prospects on their path to the draft. So today, inside the huddle with us and ready to share his story and talk about his path to the draft is Oscar Bradburn. Oscar is a punter who played college football at Virginia Tech. And during the 2020 season, Oscar averaged 43 yards, and on 12 occasions, his punts landed inside the 20-yard line out of 37 attempts, and 17 of those were fair catches. In 2019, Oscar set a Tech single-season record with a 46.5-yard gross punting average, a stat that ranked eighth in FBS. And for you stat junkies out there, in 2019, Oscar nailed 19 punts of over 50 yards for the season and landed 24 punts inside the 20 and forced 32 fair catches. In 2019, Oscar also earned all ACC honorable mention was a Ray Guy Award semifinalist, and also was a Phil Seal All-ACC second team. Oscar, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. That was quite a nice intro. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here with us today. I know you're, you're really busy and just recently got done with Pro Day and you're getting ready for the draft. So let's kick off our conversation by you telling us more about your story. You were born in Sydney, Australia. How did you get into football? So yeah, I was born in Sydney and I grew up playing Australian rules football until I was probably... I think it was 17 or 18 when I stopped playing, but luckily enough, got into hunting through Nathan Chapman from Pro Kick Australia. And as kind of a backup plan after I graduated high school, I decided that it might actually be a great opportunity for me to get into. And that's kind of where uh, my direction took me. And I think I moved to Melbourne when I was 18 years old or 19, maybe. It's uh, escaping me now, but um, trained in Melbourne for a year and that's how I ended up at Virginia Tech is through that connection. Oh, that's awesome. And talk to us about that transition coming from Australia out to the East Coast. What was that like for you? It's definitely very different. I had never seen like real snow before I got to America and landed in Blacksburg. But I mean, it's been it's been wonderful for these past four years, almost going on five years now to be able to learn a new culture and get to experience that. It's very different from Australia, obviously, but it's something that I've really cherished over these past five years. And if there's something that you really like that you share with your friends back home about American culture, what is it? Honestly, probably the sporting culture and the college culture. There isn't really like an avenue to like live kind of in a college town as you do in America and kind of have that experience getting to like see all your uh, university friends and stuff on the weekends and being able to socialize with everybody at your university. The way it typically is in Sydney, where I'm from, is mostly you live at home still, but you go to university every day for classes. But from uh, my understanding with my friends back home is that their ability to kind of like form friendships and stuff through university hasn't really been the same as what I've been lucky enough to experience. Gotcha. Yeah, it's definitely a, a fun experience, one that yeah. you can make some great friends for, mm. for life. And talk to us about what do you really like about football? What excited you about the game? I think like most sports, it's kind of the intensity that gets brought to football and then I honestly, 
it took me a while to begin to like before I started. Luckily, I started liking it before I came over here. But it took me a little bit to get to like learn the rules, and I'm still not a hundred percent sure on all the rules in the game and everything like that. There are some times where I can get confused on, you know, why was that an offensive pass interference? And yeah, I mean, it's taken some learning, but it's definitely something that I've begun to really love over the past five years. And um, yeah, it's my preferred sport now. Oh, that's great. And when you look at your sports journey through Australian football and American football, what are some of the lessons that you've learned being a competitive athlete that have helped you to be successful beyond sports? Yeah, that's a great question. I think something that my coach always goes on about is, sorry, preparation builds confidence in what you do. And you're never going to be confident in something you do if you don't prepare to be in that situation or in that climate. And I think that that's something that kind of translates throughout everything whether it can be like studying for an exam or getting to meet new people and football specifically is not being prepared will lead to kind of situations that you find yourself in that aren't accustomed for you. Whereas preparing the way you want to can build confidence off that. Oh, absolutely. We all know that preparation is key. And I like how you tie that to confidence because there is that correlation. The more prepared you are, the more confident you are because you've taken that time to put in the work and get yourself ready and set the foundation for whatever it is you're going to do. So we all know that great athletes on the field, great leaders in life, they always focus on continual improvement, right? Getting that 1% better, looking at how they can just step up their game each and every day. What is something that you're currently working on? And secondly, is there something that's really pushed you to be better? Well, currently I'm working on just perfecting my craft, really. I think that that's something that you do as all the time as a punter is uh, whether it's it could be one week you want to improve your hang time. It could be the next week you want to improve your directional work. I think it's something that's always a you know a work in progress. I think it's something that from uh, the time I stepped foot in uh, the punting world that I've been trying to perfect ever since, but it's something that needs continual improvement. I forgot what the second half to that question was, though, because it was in two parts, if you mind reminding me. Yeah, the second, was there somebody that's really pushed you to be better? Oh, I mean, there have been plenty of people that have pushed me to be better. While I've been in the States, it's probably been my coach, James Shebes. He's the special teams coordinator and tight ends coach at Virginia Tech. But when I was back home, it was mostly probably my coaches, Nathan Chapman, John Smith, and my dad, Gary. So they've been kind of the rocks that have been pushing me forward and getting me to strive for uh, better results and everything like that ever since I've been younger. That's great. And you've had some great performance. I mean, 49 of the punts in your career have traveled over 50 yards. You've had a career long of 72. Talk to us about what that was like when you kicked that long of a punt. I mean, I kind of got lucky in that situation. It wasn't the greatest punt in the world, but I, I'm pretty sure I got a, a great role for me on that day. It was pretty breezy. And I'm pretty sure I started off with a nice spiral, but it kind of, the wind caught it, but pulled it away from the returner and then bounced forward. So, I mean, I just took it as like, what a great thing for the team at that point, because uh, we really did get the chance to flip the field position and bury them inside their own 10. But yeah, there was a bit of luck to that. But I've had other punts where I'd say like, there was no luck involved, really, but it was just an awesome punt. But something like 72 yards, I mean, I don't even think I could hit 72 yards in the air. So there are some times there are a bit of luck involved, but hey, that's just another uh, bonus for the team. Sure, absolutely. So as you're getting ready for the NFL draft and in this next chapter in your life, what do you think is important for someone to excel at your position at the next level? 
Again, I can reflect on that kind of confidence built through preparation. That's something that I believe is key to success is just being prepared for every opportunity that comes your way. But specifically in my position, I think being able to like have an even keel about you, being able to move on from bad situations, or even if they're great situations, keep moving on and keep focusing on what's important now and not getting too hung up on past mistakes or, you know, great moments that have happened and just stay on task. Sure. Yeah. A lot of the guys that I have on the show, they talk about, you know, you just focus on the next play. If the last one was bad, you just shake it off. If it was good, you just got to keep focusing on the next one. Yeah. You can't just live in, in the past or what's already happened. Exactly. So your last college game was against Virginia. So this is the last time you ran out of the tunnel into Lane Stadium. Yeah. Talk to us about that moment and that game and that significance for you. Well, I mean, that game was kind of tough. I had uh, been banged up the week before with a little bit of a hamstring injury, and I'm keen to play that game and wanted to, but uh, I just couldn't get my body right in time. It was one of those annoying injuries where it only took like two or three weeks to get better, but just couldn't go at the right time. But being able to go out there with my brothers on uh, my last game and my senior game was something special. Even though there wasn't a crowd in attendance, I think it was still an awesome moment to be able to salvage that experience with all the guys that I kind of grew up with within tech football. And um, even though there was no crowd, it was still amazing to be able to go out there and win, especially a game that we had lost the year before. And that was pretty heartbreaking, to be honest, and uh, lose the Commonwealth Cup in 2019. And then being able to go out there and perform like that as a team and as a unit to be able to win it back, even after a fairly tough year from all different perspectives was really important. and was like a milestone, I think, in my life that I'm never really going to forget. Sure. Yeah, it was absolutely a great way to to end the college career. No doubt. So I mentioned earlier that you recently had your pro day, March 26th, uh, 31 NFL teams in attendance. Talk to us about that experience. It was pretty nerve wracking. I'm not going to lie. I, one of those things though, I prepared for uh, the moment and was able to perform well during uh, the time that I had in front of those scouts and coaches and everybody. So I think it was a great success for me. i I did what I think I needed to do, and I performed really well under those bright lights. But we'll see what happens from there. Um, I can't get too high on myself for doing that well, and I need to keep working to get better and keep improving, and we'll see what happens. But uh, it was a great day overall. I thought everybody that I was with performed pretty well. So I was uh, really fortunate to be a part of that. Oh, that's great. And I like what you said about, you know, continuing to keep working. That's what the great athletes do, right? No matter how well you might have done on a particular day or in an event, it's still about how can I get better? How can I improve? How can I go to the next level? Well, the thing is, I know that like pro day isn't the be all and end all. I think that whatever opportunity does come my way is going to be the next important thing for me and being able to go through that and being able to always prepare for the next step. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. So you had said that it, it's been an honor that I'm forever thankful and indebted to Virginia Tech and this football program. Talk to us about what are some of the memories or things that you will take away from your time with Virginia Tech and the football program? Yeah, the reason I said that is because uh, essentially it's changed the trajectory of my life. Like I've come from Australia, um, didn't really have a future in sport. Honestly, at that point, when I moved to Melbourne and uh, started training to come to Virginia Tech, it was probably going to be over for me at that point, And I was going to have to find a new path. But Virginia Tech kind of opened that new avenue for me in a new sport in a role that I think I'm heavily suited to. I think I was just forever thankful and indebted to Virginia Tech and my coaches just because of the opportunity that I've been given, being able to get an education here and meet all these wonderful people that I have across my time at Tech, including some of my best friends that will probably be around to the day I die. And, you know, my girlfriend at the moment as well is... I've just been blessed to 
being able to meet all these different people along the way. And I think that's something that I take with me and hold in my stride. Oh, I love that. And the thing I really like about that is talking about the journey. I think no matter who we are, no matter no matter what path we're on, you never know where the next chapter can take you or the next step. You never know what doors can open for you. And so that's fantastic. So thank you for sharing that. What I want to do now to end the show is I want to just ask you some fun questions as part of my two minute drill. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. First one is outside of football. What do you like to do? I love being around my friends, you know, whatever that may be, but just getting away from football and being able to be with my friends from football, but do other things, you know what I mean? Whether it's go to like a lake or hang out, it's just uh, getting away from football with the people that you've met through football. Love that. Nice. <laughs> that, that was a weird way to interpret that question, but yeah. No, I love it. I think it's important that we focus on the relationships, not just about work, exactly. right? And that it's about the relationships that you have with people and doing fun things and meaningful things outside of that particular job. Of course. So the next question that I have is, what is your favorite professional sports team? And it doesn't have to be football. Yeah, well, it probably isn't. I mean, I grew up barracking for the Sydney Swans in the Australian Football League growing up. And that's who I kind of wanted to play for growing up as well. So it's definitely still the Sydney Swans. Okay, nice. How about what's your favorite movie? It's probably, I mean, there's a great variety of movies out there that I really love. But I'd say one that I specifically like that I don't know if everybody else kind of feels the same way about is The Social Network, about like Mark Zuckerberg and like the story about how Facebook was created and all like the lawsuits and everything that kind of intertwined with that. Gotcha. I haven't watched it yet. It's one of the things that I've been meaning to watch. Oh, you have to. (laughs) I will definitely, definitely make that a priority. How about what's your favorite food? I love pasta and I love seafood. So any combination of that or either one on their own is great for me. Okay. How about what's the best piece of advice that you've been given by a coach? Probably back to that um, being prepared and building on that to build up confidence. Being prepared is the best way to build confidence. And that's how I should attack everything that I do. Yeah, absolutely. And then I'm going to flip it and ask, what is the best piece of advice that you would give someone? Ooh. Probably to find what you're passionate about and then don't settle for mediocrity. Oh, I like that. I really like that. (laughs) And then my last question is you're hosting a dinner party and you can invite three famous people, living or deceased. Who would you pick and why? I've thought about this one before and I always come back to the same answer. It's probably that I would rather just have a dinner with a few of my buddies from football. Nice. (laughs) They're not famous people, but they're famous people to me, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I find a lot more interest in uh, the guys that I really care about than some people that I don't actually know. Sure. Yeah, I I think that's authentic and it's real (laughs) and I appreciate your answer. And there's a quote that I recently saw that I absolutely love and it's become one of my favorites and it basically goes like this. Don't strive to be well known, strive to be worth knowing. Exactly. There you go. (laughs) So the people that you have invited to your party are people that are worth knowing to you, which I absolutely love. Yeah. So Oscar, as we look to close the show, tell people how can they follow you? Well, I mean, I have all different forms of social media, whether it's Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. I think my handle's Osk Bradburn, like the shortened version of Oscar Bradburn. But yeah, that's, I guess, how you follow me on uh, social media. But I mean, just hear out for my name, hopefully on draft day or uh, (laughs) in the following days. Yes, we hope so. And we'll be sure to put your social channels and the links in the show notes so people can follow you on your journey. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been a real pleasure. Oh, not a problem. Thank you so much for having me. And I wish you much success in the draft and in this next chapter. And thanks to everyone for listening to today's episode. And we will catch you next time. Until then, make sure that you suit up, you show up, and you move the ball. 
Thank you for listening to Move the Ball. To see more about what I'm up to and how I can help you to move the ball, check out my website at www.getinsidethehuddle.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And also join the Move the Ball Facebook group for even more content and to be a part of the Move the Ball movement.